Welcome to Spiritual Awakening Radio. My name is James Bean of SpiritualAwakeningRadio.com. Today's program is part four in the Yoga of Sound series, exploring inner sound meditation and mysticism. In the great world religions, scriptures, spiritual classics, schools of spirituality, and the path of the masters. Today's program is part four, focusing on Hinduism and the Radhaswami faith, or Santmat. Hinduism is a religion of divine light and sound. Many Indian scriptures and spiritual traditions teach about the universe being created through the divine sound of the Om. The ecstasy of hearing the cosmic flute of Krishna is described in the Bhagavad Gita, and various Sikh scriptures sing hymns of praise to the unstruck melody, the Anhad Shabbat of God that reverberates throughout the cosmos. Yogis of Nada Yoga and masters of Surat Shabd Yoga meditation in India impart to their students knowledge about developing their inner spiritual sense of transcendental hearing. A Hindu teacher by the name of Sri Swami Sivananda says, Our physical and astral bodies and the mind all have sound as their basis. As we penetrate deep into them, they only lead us to sound. As we analyze our individual existence, it takes us to sound before we reach the transcendent self. By one who is desirous of attaining perfection in yoga, nada alone has got to be closely heard or meditated upon, having abandoned all thoughts and with a calm mind. Sri Swami Sivananda of the Divine Life Society in a publication about Nada Yoga practice. It says in the Nada Bind Upanishad, the yogi should sit in the prescribed posture and while practicing the mudra should hear the sound through his right ear. By communion with the word he will become deaf to all external sound and will attain the Turya Pad, or the state of equipoise, within a few days. First, the murmuring sounds resemble those of the waves of the ocean, the fall of rain, and the running rivulets, and this will be intermingled with the sounds of bell and conch. The Upanishads are ancient texts that represent for the Hindu approximately what the New Testament and the Gnostic Gospels represent for Christianity. The earliest of these spiritual treatises, which vary greatly in length, were put down in Sanskrit sometime between 800 and 400 BC, and there may be some Upanishads that are slightly more recent origin. Uh, composed somewhere perhaps uh, into the the AD period, as in the 1st or 2nd or 3rd century 
AD, possibly. The following is from the Nada Bind Upanishad on the practice of Nada Yoga, or inner sound meditation. It's from an English translation called 30 Minor Upanishads, including the Yoga Upanishads. Minor as opposed to the 12 major Upanishads that most people know about and think of when they hear about the Upanishads. There are 12 major Upanishads which have been translated into English. And those people, um, uh, most, when they hear that term, Upanishads, think of those 12 Upanishads in particular, but in reality there are over 108 Upanishads, perhaps even more than that, written in ancient times. And the Nad Bind Upanishad is one of the Yoga Upanishads found translated into English in this great book called 30 Minor Upanishads. The Yogan being in the prescribed posture for meditation practice and practicing the Vaishnavi mudra should always hear the internal sound through the right ear or what's perceived to be coming from the right side of the head. The sound which he thus practices makes him deaf to all external sounds. Having overcome all obstacles he enters the Turya state within 15 days. In the beginning of his practice he hears many loud sounds. They gradually increase in pitch and are heard more and more subtly. At first the sounds are like those proceeding from the ocean, clouds, kettle drum, and those proceeding from the mardala, another musical instrument, bell, and horn or conch or trumpet perhaps. At the last stage those proceeding from tinkling bells, flute, vena, which is similar to the sitar, and bees, or in other words a humming sound. Thus he hears many such sounds more and more subtle. When he comes to that stage when the sound of the great kettle drum is being heard, he should try to distinguish only sounds more and more subtle. He may change his concentration from the gross sound to the subtle, or from the subtle to the gross, but he should not allow his mind to be diverted from them towards others. The mind, having at first concentrated itself on any one sound, fixes firmly to that and is absorbed in it. Being indifferent towards all objects, the yogi, having controlled his passions, should by continual practice concentrate his attention upon the sound which destroys the mind. Having abandoned all thoughts and being freed from all actions, he should always concentrate his attention on the sound, and then his chitta becomes absorbed in it. The serpent chitta, through listening to the nada, is entirely absorbed in it, and become, becoming unconscious of everything concentrates itself on the sound. 
The sound serves the purpose of a sharp goad to control the maddened elephant or chitta which roves in the pleasure garden of the sensual objects. A good example of nada or sound meditation practice is found in the Shambhala Guide to Yoga published by Shambhala Books very much going over these stages of Nada Yoga practice that is described in the Nad Bind Upanishad and other Hindu Upanishads. First, the practitioner should block his or her ears with the fingers and focus inwardly. That's the mudra part. Listening for the arising of the inner sound to begin with, a variety of sounds may be heard. The practitioner may hear sounds like the sound of the ocean, a rain cloud, a drum, a kettle drum, or perhaps thunder is another way of translating that, I wonder. A drum or kettle drum, a conch shell, a bell, or in other words, ringing sound, a horn, a flute, a lute, or a bee or a humming sound. The Nada Bind Upanishad also mentions the possibility of hearing a sound that resembles the veena, a somewhat sitar-like instrument used in Indian classical music. These mystic or heavenly inner sounds are always resounding in the soul. Thus, when one attains a certain degree or level of stillness and concentration, spiritual sound becomes audible. In truth, the inner sound is always there. It is our attention which comes and goes like the elephant in the garden of sensual pleasures. We gain awareness of the sound, and this creates the illusion that the sound has arrived, quote-unquote. When we get distracted or leave off our meditation practice, it seems to us that the sound has stopped, quote-unquote. However, this otherworldly sound continues like radio waves flowing through the atmosphere, available to be tuned in any time we wish to listen or do bhajan, listen to the inner sound in meditation. In the silence, the sound that's always there becomes apparent when one listens very hard, very concentrated. And then we discover the sound. It says in the Hansa Nad Upanishad, meditation on Nad, or the sound principle, is the royal road to salvation, or Jiva Mukti, the liberation of the soul. In all truth, it can be said that the fall of the human being took place when he began to forget himself. That is to say, to forget his supreme being, the mysterious source whence he emerged. That's a sentence found in a wonderful book on sound meditation called The Law of Attention, Nada Yoga and the Way of Inner Vigilance by Edward Salim Michael. This is from Master Kirpal Singh. The sound current or audible life stream is 
the link between God and man. Just as a fish can ride a mighty wave, so a spirit can ride the sound current and reach the ocean of sound, or Nam. Also from Kripal Singh, Our mind is ever in a state of oscillation. It is covered with the dust of ages upon ages. At the time, our mental faculties are flowing outward into the world and never for a moment have they known any rest. Until the mind is purified and stilled, one cannot listen to the reverberations of the sound current. One can see that the body is more like a radio, more like a conscious entity in the universe that picks up things. Being born as a separate entity in the universe, we are a point of light, a conscious being in a separate form. We tend to assume we are a fixed, solid, physical person, but we are something greater than that, not so limited, heavy and fixed as our cultural conditioning makes it sound, or as we tend to perceive. A passage from the book The Sound of Silence by Ajahn Sumidhu, a Theravadan Buddhist monk that has noticed sound meditation practice in Buddhist traditions and other traditions like Sant Mat, Radhaswami, the Kuan Yin method, and especially the Srengama Sutra tradition of Mahayana Buddhism. He teaches some form of sound meditation in the Buddhist world. And his book, The Sound of Silence, is a wonderful source of his teachings on sound. He also says, you can experience the sound of silence in the mind. You hear it as a kind of high-frequency sound, a ringing sound. That's also from his book, The Sound of Silence. The aspirant should look upon this nada, or mystic sound, as a divine grace and rare opportunity, always turning to it with the utmost respect, revering it as the treasured means that can make his deliverance possible. A passage from The Law of Attention, Nada Yoga, and The Way of Inner Vigilance by Edward Salim Michael, who explored Buddhism and Hinduism traveling with his wife around India, focusing on sound meditation practice in the various spiritual paths he encountered. And he was a kind of sound mystic. And he wrote his insights about sound meditation down, and it was published as the book The Law of Attention, Nadi Yoga, and the Way of Inner Vigilance. Kirpal Singh, in a collection of letters to New York City area initiates, the holy sound current is the astral form of the master, and as such should be listened to with rapt attention. Kirpal Singh, attention is everything. When you focus your attention, as it also said in the Upanishad devoted to sound meditation called the Nad Bind Upanishad, 
you focus your attention and become utterly absorbed in the sound. And this is how one travels from less subtle to more subtle sound experiences or levels. When you focus all of your attention on the sound and become one with it, it opens up and becomes more and more subtle. A Hindu scripture known as the Shiva Samhita. Let him close his ears with his thumbs. This is my most beloved yoga. From practicing this gradually, the yogi become or the yogi begins to hear mystic sounds or nadas. The first sound is like the hum of the honey intoxicated bee. Next, that of a flute or vinu, then that of a harp or vina. After this, by gradual practice of yoga, the destroyer of the darkness of the world. He hears the sounds of ringing bells, then sounds like a roar of thunder. The Shiva Samhita text of Hinduism. From Kripal Singh, his book Spiritual Elixir. You will have more sounds than one, but you have to stick to that of the big bell, a conch or shell, thunder, drum beat, a violin, and the flute, which are the higher types of sounds, and leave all the rest. That wisdom was also alluded to in, in a couple of the earlier readings from Upanishads. There are certain sounds that are more subtle, that will take you above. And so there are many possible sounds one could encounter within. Uh, one could hear a, a kind of cricket or chirping sound, but that's not considered to be anything very high, sort of a semi-physical or a lower astral kind of sound that many could easily hear, but it's not considered spiritually advantageous to listen to the cricket or chirping type sound, even though it is there and you may hear it, you may encounter it in the silence of meditation practice. There are many other kinds of sounds, but certain sounds are considered to be more worthy of attention than others. And these have an effect of pulling the soul further within and taking it to higher and higher levels. So that is why there, there is always a list of certain sounds that one should focus on as the key sounds, the astral ringing or the, the, the bell sound, the conch, thunder or drum, violin, flute, and vena. Spiritual Awakening Radio streams live every week at this time on HealthyLife.net, Positive Talk Radio. My name is James Bean, always here every week. It's my pleasure exploring the world of spirituality, comparative religion, 
meditation, mysticism, sacred texts, especially focusing on living Gnosis now, the path of the masters, the great sages, saints, and masters of advanced spirituality. Today, the Yoga of Sound, Part 4, Hinduism and the Radhaswami Faith. More passages from Edward Salim Michael, who did a great study of Hinduism and Buddhism, traveling around India, who wrote his own genuine insight into the experience of inner sound meditation in a great book called The Law of Attention, Nada Yoga and the Way of Inner Vigilance, which is a paperback book. It's also a Kindle e-book. Very easy to get. Edward Salim Michael. The deeper one goes in meditation and the loftier the spiritual states one touches, the more the motion and feeling of time will alter and take on an entirely different aspect. The greater the merger into one's higher state of consciousness, the slower and less perceptible will time become until, in the still more exalted mystical states, it will feel as if it stops altogether. When using this mystical sound as the basic support for his meditation, the seeker should also be very alert and attentive as to where the subtler aspects of this sound are drawing him within himself. He will thus, little by little, gravitate to ever finer states of consciousness and will start to sense an out-of-the-ordinary inner continuity of being that is beyond description and that is impossible for him to experience in his habitual state. As his meditation deepens, it will bring with it a most subtle, transparent, and luminous consciousness that he will finally become immersed in and one with. He will no longer sense himself in the same way as he did in the past. He will become mysteriously transformed into an unchanging and enigmatic spectator plunged in the vast silence of an eternal cosmic nowness. When meditating with this nada, this inner mystic sound, it is essential that the aspirant always seek and follow the particular aspect of it that is most subtle and ultra in pitch as well as in brilliance. Even when the sound becomes very shrill and loud in moments of deep concentration, he or she must not be tempted to be satisfied with it merely because it is sharp and resonant. He should relentlessly attempt to rise further and further into ever more subtle spheres of its mysterious, invisible kingdom. Quite intriguing passages from Edward Salim Michael. 
on not staying stuck, not staying put. And that's certainly true of Shabd Yoga meditation practice in the Sant tradition of India. It's not about astral travel. One passes through the astral plane, but also through the causal plane and other planes of the mind or Brahmanan, the mental regions. It's never about staying stuck at any one particular level, but passing through, as uh, Jesus said in the Gospel of Thomas, become passers-by. We're not here to be tethered to the physical plane or the astral plane or some other region. We're passing through these realms on our way back to the Supreme Being again. We're not here just to get tethered to the astral plane and call it a day or to be stuck at a certain level. Always about reaching more and more subtle levels of experience, including subtle sound experience. The sound heard internally is a current which has originally emanated from the Supreme Being and is the means not only of concentrating the will, but also of raising the spirit entity to the source from which it emanated. The method for taking back the spirit entity to its supreme source is first to concentrate at the eye focus, the third eye center, and next to commence its journey homewards by attending to the inner or internal sound, or in other words, by riding the life or sound current, which has originally emanated from the supreme source. That is by Hazur Maharaj Rai Salagram Bahadur in his spiritual classic known as Radhaswami Mat Prakash or shedding some light on the teachings of the Lord of the Soul. Radhaswami means Lord of the Soul, Supreme Being, Supreme State, or Radhaswami Reality. We ride the sound current like a fish swimming upstream and back to where the sound is emanating from, its point of origin in the Supreme Being. That's what the goal of Surat Shabd Yoga, or inner sound meditation, is about in the tradition of the Sants of India, the Sant tradition of India, the path of the masters. Yoga of Sound, Part 4, Hinduism and the Radhaswami Faith, this week on Spiritual Awakening Radio. My name is James Bean. The Yoga of the Word. In the beginning was the Word. In the beginning was the Tao. In the beginning was the Nada. In the beginning was the Sound of Silence. In the beginning was the music of the spheres. So, logically, the mystic says, if we wish to return to that beginning, that point of origin, 
that divine destination. If we wish to return home again, back to the realm of God, then let's concentrate on that sound, that word, that logos, that music of the spheres, that transcendental sound, and follow it back home again. Like a cosmic beacon, we can be guided by it. And in that sense, it's a kind of royal highway back to the home of all souls again. Some refer to that as nirvana or Sachkhand or the highest heavenly realm, Radhaswami Dham, Satlok, the home of all souls, the natural habitat of the soul. Some readings from the book Radhaswami Mat Prakash authored in English, not, hin- not, not originally in Hindi, translated into English, but actually authored in English by Hazur Maharaj Raisalagram Bahadur of the Radhaswami faith back around the turn of the 20th century, long ago. I have a copy of this book at my online library and uh, listen for my email address and text message address at the end of today's program. And if you'd like to receive a copy of Radhaswami Mat Prakash, I can certainly send it to you or send you the link to it as a PDF file that you can download for free. It's a very central book, a very important book introducing the Radhaswami faith and its teachings on Surat Shab Yoga, inner sound meditation practice. Hazur Maharaj, Radhaswami Mat Prakash. The name of the Supreme Being is Radhaswami. He is impersonal, but personal, in the second and third divisions. And when he manifests himself through humanity as the Sant Sat Guru, his attributes are mostly met within the Sant Sat Guru, who might be called an incarnation of Sat Purush Radhaswami, the Supreme Being. Definition of Jiva Mukti, the liberation of the soul. The deliverance of the spirit entity from the bondage of body, senses, and mind, and its gradual ascension and eventual entrance into the first or highest division by practice of Surat Shabd Yoga is perfect salvation according to the Radhaswami faith. Just to provide a definition here of Surat Shabd Yoga, Surat Shabd Yoga means the union of the soul with the divine power, divine power, perceived as light and sound. Surat means the attention faculty of the soul, the soul's eyes and ears, and its ability to focus all of its attention. Shabd refers to the positive power of the Godhead, which is perceived by inner light and can also be heard as inner sound. And the word yoga means becoming yoked to or in union with something. So the 
definition of Surtshab Yoga is this, the attention faculty of the soul becoming yoked to or united with or absorbed into the positive power of the Godhead known as the Shabd or Shabbat. Quite often in the West, people kind of misunderstand so much about Eastern religions and one of those misunderstandings is that the word yoga simply refers to physical exercises, you know, twisting yourself into a pretzel or some kind of physical thing. And that's Hatha yoga, and that indeed is one aspect of yoga. But the term yoga has many other levels of meaning as well, referring to different subtle bodies and ultimately to the soul itself, as in Surat Shabd Yoga. Yoga for the soul, the soul focusing on the divine positive power of the Shabad and becoming one with it. So no physical uh, exercise to it. Rather, one is utterly physically still. It is a yoga for the soul. Surat Shabd Yoga. The inner seeing and hearing faculties of the soul are focused on this divine current Translated uh, as audible life stream by some. And you ride this current like a, a fish swimming upstream to return back home again, to focus one's attention on this, this river or current and be taken back to the divine ocean that it flows into. Huzura Maharaj, Raiselagram. At present, the Surat spirit, which is a particle of the Supreme Being or a ray from the Supreme Sun or a drop from the Supreme Ocean of Spirit, having descended from the highest or first region, has become encased in material coverings and in a manner intermingled with matter and is in this the third region, subject to the forces or carnal desires and passions resulting from such a mixture. In its descent from the highest region, the spirit has become enveloped in various coverings of matter or bodies, or subtle bodies, and as long as it remains in the second and third division where matter exists, it cannot be freed from rebirth in the lower or higher regions. It is only in the first or highest division where there is no matter, that there is no rebirth. Radhaswami Mat Prakash by Huzur Maharaj. We'll continue reading from this text after this break. You're hearing Spiritual Awakening Radio. Stay tuned. Swami faith. During this segment on Spiritual Awakening Radio, Hazur Maharaj 
Rasalagram Bahadur of the Radhaswami faith. In his book, Radhaswami Mat Prakash has much to say about the power of inner sound to cause the soul to ascend, to return back to where it comes from. It describes the soul as being a ray of a divine sun or drop from a divine ocean that at some point got separated out as an individual soul, separate drop, separate ray, separate particle of the divine, encased by various subtle bodies and the physical body in these outer grand divisions of creation, separated from the Supreme Being, and that through Surat Shab Yoga it is possible for the soul to make this journey back home again, this very Gnostic ascension of the soul through heavenly realms, on the way back to the One again. He says, the sound heard internally is a current which has originally emanated from the Supreme Being and is the means of not only concentrating the will but also of raising the spirit to the source from which it emanates. At the time of one's initiation, a novice receives instructions as regards the particulars of the Shabd of each subdivision, the sound of each subdivision by means of which he has to raise his spirit upwards. It must be clearly understood that by Shabd or word or internal voice is meant the spirit of life current which enlivens every part of the body and is the main principle or essence which supports life and gives activity to every being or body in the whole creation or universe. Even in this world everything is done by means of word or sound and all affairs are managed through its instrumentality as one speaks or gives order and the other attends to it or carries it out into execution. The instantaneous effect of word or sound on human beings and even upon animals is so apparent in everyday experience of our life that it needs no further explanation. The method for taking back the spirit to its original source is to ride the sound current. The method for taking back the spirit to its supreme source is first to concentrate at the focus of the eyes, the spirit and mind, which are diffused in our body and in a manner tied to external objects by desires and passions, and next to commence its journey homewards by attending to the internal sound, or in other words, by riding the life or sound current which has originally emanated from the Supreme Source. 
So here he is saying that the journey begins at the focus of the eyes, the eye focus. This is referring to the third eye center, described by some as the seat of the soul in the body. The seat of the soul is between the eyes in the third eye, which connects one to realms beyond. The third eye is where the journey begins, and from there we concentrate on the inner sound and ride this life or sound current that makes us alive, is associated with our soul, that which makes us alive, is the life principle of the entire universe or cosmos. We focus on that sound, which originally has emanated from the Supreme Being, Hazur Maharaj. The current, which has been instrumental in having brought it down here, referring to the soul, must naturally be the path for its return to the original source, and whoever finds this current is on the path of emancipation. This current, which is the spirit and life current is called in the Radhaswami faith sound or word or holy name. So here Hazur Maharaj Raiselagram in his spiritual classic Radhaswami Mat Prakash is saying essentially the same thing as we read earlier in the Hansa Nad Upanishad that this divine sound, this divine Nada is the way of the liberation of the spirit, is jiva mukti, the liberation of the soul, by focusing on this divine sound or word or logos that brings us back to the supreme being again. The belief is that all souls come from the heavenly realm, called by some sat lok or sach khan, and some souls chose to leave, riding this downward current into outer uh, planes of consciousness, realms of mind and matter, in this multiverse that we find ourselves in. And so we reverse the process as we go within. And th that which has been spread out into the world of the five senses, dissipating outward, that concentration power of the soul is brought back to a single point known as the third eye center. And from there we close our eyes and repeat the mantra that we were given and the other techniques given at the time of initiation. And then the sound manifests itself and we focus on certain sounds that we're trained to listen to. And the soul begins its ascension process, going back, going back home again. If you'd like to receive a copy of the book Radhaswami Mat Prakash or my article The Yoga of Sound, send me an email at this address, james at spiritualawakeningradio.com, james at spiritualawakeningradio.com, or a text message to this number, 508-603-9381, 508-603-9381. Thanks for listening to today's edition of Spiritual Awakening Radio. Thank you.